Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome in to another episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast i'm one of your hosts t bob aver i am joined as always by Aaron murray mr qb1 who seems to have made it home since our amp show aaron what's up dude what's going on uh just a beautiful day in the classic city meandering the streets seeing champions walking around everywhere uh and also unfortunately more duis as well in athens yeah but, i was gonna say uh, walking or driving was, and driving recklessly yeah. and very fast Which uh, one is it? there's another i, I just towards a bulldog arrest stop there's ubers everywhere there is yeah. um, no my, my man who drives the taxi around i'm drawing a blank right now will pick you up and take you home wherever you need to go all the hours at howard howard is the man still still will hook it up Especially that's, in, in I'm out, I'm out. real quick, real quick, real quick. That's how you know you went to college pre-Uber because the only way to do it back in the day was to know the taxi driver. Yes. Like you had to have a cell man. phone number on yep. the driver and you had to yep. have that good relationship where he was going to come mm-hmm. pick you up wherever you were. Yeah, and he was going to take me home in my date for the night home first, no matter how uh, fold up his, his, uh, his taxi was. So, yes, call an Uber. Like, how stupid are you nowadays? I mean, I just don't get it, man. You have all these examples, not across the country, but on your football team of guys getting DUIs, guys being killed because of drinking and driving, and yet you still make the stupid mistake of drinking and driving. I just, it baffles me, baffles me. I just don't know when they're these, these, these young kids, T-Bob, I don't know when they're gonna learn. Yeah, and look, I, I know, I mean, you know, I, I love making jokes and everything, obviously, but the fact that this does involve a couple of deaths makes it all just a little like, you know, it, it's impossible yeah. to talk about this without being like tinged with sadness um, yeah. in, in a way. So we'll quickly move on. Um, I'm not, look, I'm not going to use this as a launching pad 
to hot take Georgia, but like somebody in that locker room, a player ideally has to have a come to Jesus meeting. Like the coaches can say whatever they're going to say, but like a player eventually has to come to and be like, boys, what the hell are we doing? Like, like you said, there's just no excuse nowadays. You have Ubers. No, there's no, and, and look, and I, and I am, you know, I am coming from a place of some, I got a DWI in college. Okay. I did pre-trial diversion. I got very lucky. I didn't hurt anyone. Um, so I guess all I'm saying is like, I know, um, how you can make dumb decisions, but especially nowadays with what just happened there, what you've seen happen to your yeah. friends. Uh, and like you said, the fact that public transportation is way beyond anything that it was um, in the past. Like, yeah, you just can't do it. Dude. You just can't do it. And um, hopefully they can, we, uh, we, can get it fixed. I mean, if I'm Uber or Lyft, am I not just going to Athens right now and just doing a team wide deal? with the football team and I mean, giving them X amount of dollars a year. Like just saying, Hey, listen, every player gets, I don't know, a thousand bucks. So, so I think that, I think that you actually have a really good idea, but I'm just playing out of my head. It's probably yeah. really bad optics for Georgia to Is be it? like, for Georgia to come out and be like, and now we've struck a brand new partnership with Uber because our kids won't stop driving drunk. So now we're going to leave. Yeah. Them not to stop driving I mean, drunk at some point but but at some point too like why keep banging your head against the wall like we can like make fun of it all you want but like it keeps happening so sometimes you got to be a little bit fucking drastic and i think getting a deal with uber lyft and saying hey kids if you're worried about spending a couple extra bucks well here you go here's a thousand dollar credit to lyft and uber and i better not hear another damn time that these guys get a dui Bilbo says he thinks USC gives free Lyft and Uber rides for all student athletes. Okay, I mean that 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 is so that is something that makes a lot of sense. But ultimately, that's not really the problem because they can get Uber. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a money problem, not anymore. Like you said, not in the age of NIL, not nowadays. Um, all these guys, big time recruits, all these guys are at least getting enough money to pay for Ubers. And so ultimately, if you are choosing to drive drunk, that's a decision that you are making. And um, and if you look to blame others or external forces, well, then you're never going to fix that decision. So I'm with you, Airman. Here's to hoping that, uh, yeah. that, that, they, that somebody in that locker room steps up and they come together because Georgia's got to be sick of these bad headlines. Uh, I didn't want to start at Georgia, but here we are. So let's knock out Georgia real quick, and then we can cut our ACC conversation from, and you can either put up the whole pod or just put that up on YouTube, whatever. We'll figure it out because we're going to rank ACC coach today. We've been doing this every Thursdays. Um, so that was one Georgia headline. Again, I don't want to belabor this, but we are kind of talking about Georgia news. Um, but Eagles first round pick Jalen Carter is facing a lawsuit in the death of mm -hmm. former teammate Devin Willick. It's Willick's father, Dave Willick Sr., who is also filed suit against the uh, Georgia Athletic Association and others. Um, again, we're talking about the loss of a child here and, you know, I don't know how you process that. And I, I really, it's, it's literally my greatest nightmare. I think it's everybody's greatest nightmare. So yeah. it's all very sad to see. I hate it. And we'll see where it ends up going. Let's wash our hands of this, if that's okay here. And let's talk yep. about something lighter. Um, it looks like the city of Jacksonville. In an effort to keep the Jaguars from leaving them, um, even though they are clearly being cheated on, is redoing uh, their stadium. <laughs> it's a really good stadium. It's got a beautiful cabana. 
Uh, it's yeah. got like a giant, giant, giant screen. Like I thought it was like rel- supposed to be relatively got good. A pool, they have a pool. They have the, the first yes. one has like a pool. You go swimming, my watch dream. a game, go swimming. Yeah. Uh, my dream, and maybe we can do this on Snaps. So my dream is to go to the Tax Slayer Bowl and do a live broadcast with a margarita mm-hmm. in hand from the pool. Like I want to be in the pool with a headset on uh, casting. So uh, maybe a little bit hard to call a game from from that vantage point. No, no, not calling the game. Not calling the game. No, do like pregame or something. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just like do like do our show, but from uh, but from the pool in the water. From Morgan Hand. Uh, well, Brian might be. Yeah, right yeah, no, oh, yeah, okay, no so. pressure. Just let's do a live broadcast from a pool. That there's no uh, technical issues there. Shut up! I mean, you just yeah. look, dude. You, what if you I could do, do if I could do amp, headset. Yeah, what are yeah. we talking about? It's if I could hard. do amp from three sixteen, we could do a show from the pool in Jacksonville. Well, well, Stadium. that's an awful, awful, just an awful <laughs> justification, Aaron, because you literally could not do amp from three sixteen just now. The phone service was so bad that we just watched your name pop in and out of the Zoom for fifteen minutes with you saying about two sentences so you have just completely <laughs> negated any ground we were trying to gain with our tax slayer poll uh scheme here but uh okay whatever so jacksonville says that they're redoing the stadium down to the studs you know a mass mass renovation gonna take two years the jaguars are actually gonna have to find somewhere to play for two years but we're a college football show the world's largest outdoor cocktail party Gonna have to find a different place to play for a couple of years. Old Florida, mm. Georgia, and it looks like Georgia, Garrett, Florida. Uh, Georgia, Florida, like- Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Florida. You said it right on amp. You did say it right on amp, and I didn't want to jinx it. But what do you mean? What I say? The you world's largest cocktail, cocktail cocktail party, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, geez, stop interrupting the show, Aaron. We have a flow here going. Okay. So, Florida, Georgia. What's the plan here? Are they going to go? Are they going to go home and home? How are they going to handle this? You would think home and home, but the Athletic did a nice article on uh, Andy Staples did a nice article about the money that is made by doing this neutral site game for both schools and how it is. If you're looking at it from a financial standpoint, beneficial to find another location that you could host a neutral site game, whether that be Atlanta, um, freaking Tampa was mentioned in it, Miami. I think if anywhere it'd be Atlanta. I think that would be a spot where if it does match up with the Falcon schedule, obviously you have to figure that out in the next couple of years. That would be the primetime spot, but you know, yeah, of Kirby, course it would. So the deal ends of course, after the year. place an hour, the per- place an hour away from Athens season. would be the perfect spot. Oh, did we lose Aaron? Hey. Yeah, he just reset himself. All right, all right, you're good. Okay, sorry, Aaron, I interrupted you. Continue. No, so I I wouldn't mind getting a taste of it because I never I never experienced it like growing up watching it or obviously as a player the playing in Gainesville or playing in Athens. So I wouldn't mind like a little two-year tester. And I know Kirby really, really, really has been banging on the door to uh, to make this a, a home-and-home game just for recruiting purposes since, you know, Georgia just, you know, hates being number two in a recruiting class and wants to be number one every single year. But I still like the neutral side. I would lean more towards moving it to Atlanta for two years as they kind of figure out this whole Jacksonville situation. Um but we'll see the deal ends after this season. So they have yet to re-up any sort of deal with Jacksonville. It all looks like it's going to be. But as of right now, like this is – unless they re-up the deal, this is this would be the last year that the game would be held in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What did we talk about yesterday, though? We talked about Kirby Smart being that, that, that Julius Caesar, right, that Pompey. Mm-hmm. 
And we all know what Caesar wants. Caesar wants it at home every single year. Uh, If you rip that Band-Aid off and you do that once, like, is there any putting that toothpaste back in the tube? That's that's what I would be terrified of if I was the city of Jacksonville, is that at a time when it already looks like your NFL team is uh, cheating on you with the UK, and now they're going there for two weeks, back-to-back weeks during the season, not even just one. Now everybody's kind of leaving you as you have Kirby, a very maybe the most powerful man in college football right now, saying that he does not want to play this game in your city anymore. It's money, though, T. Like At the end of the day, like Kirby can say, yes, he's he's the boss man, but if Jacksonville comes – to both Georgia and Florida with an outrageous number. And we've talked about this before. Like, listen, we're, we're somewhat in a recession right now. There's a lot of money being diverted from school to players because of NIL. You know, these schools are fine and these new TV contracts are going to be great, but they're still looking for sources of revenue. And if I know I can get significantly more money out of the city of Jacksonville by hosting a neutral site game there than doing a home and home with Florida going back and forth between Athens and Gainesville, Sorry, Kirby, but you know, I'm not getting, we're not, like I said, we're not getting the same amount of money we were getting pre NIL. You want money to go to these players through NIL. We need money to function as a university, as an athletic department. Sorry, this is where we have to draw the line in the sand and, and just say, hey, we're keeping this thing in Jacksonville. So if Jacksonville wants it, at the end of the day, it's, it's dollars and cents. It's going to go to the highest bidder. And they're just, they just may have to open up that checkbook a little bit more. And especially if it goes to Atlanta and is successful there, then all of a sudden you are bidding against Atlanta as well. Atlanta so. is not a neutral site. Neither that is what I was saying earlier Neither when you got interrupted. It's 50-50. It's 50-50 perfectly no, every single if year. You, it would still be 50-50 in Atlanta if, that, if they made Ooh, that game. I yes, find that would. hard to believe. No, uh, it would be 50-50. Go to, go to the game, T-Bot. Have you ever been to Jacksonville outside the stadium – it's probably 70, 30 Florida fans of Georgia fans. Okay. Okay. I was not aware of that. So I, I, I stand corrected. It is you're maybe saying 70, if anything, Atlanta, 60, 40, Atlanta. 60, 40. But it's so still more Georgia blue. Like an evening of the scales where it's still technically yeah. be neutral, but it'd be 60, 40. I, I find it hard to believe it'd be 50, 50 in the stadium. But we'll see. Uh, I actually, if for the two years, I like the home at home, you know. I would love to see Florida in Samford, and I would love to see Georgia in the swamp. I don't want it there every year because I love the tradition and everything else, and I like this random game being at Jacksonville. But I, um, yeah, it would be like nice. It would be like kind of interesting from a kind of gimmick standpoint. All right, anything else on the Bulldogs, Aaron? Before we move on and rank our ACC coaches, no, I just I feel like I hate you know when it's so Bulldog heavy. Ha ha ha. But uh, they're just in the news nonstop. My goodness, is there this a football pun team. There? I don't think there was a pun there, but you said I bulldog hated- heavy, like you had done some sort of turn of phrase. Yeah. But like I don't, I don't no, because I'm torn. Because obviously, I love I love talking the bulldogs, but I also don't want this yeah. to become a bulldog LSU show, as we always say. But yes. it's hard not to talk about them when they're in the news every single damn day. Yeah, look, man. Let's be clear. Okay. Um, yeah, we talked to big boys. We talked to Texas, your Ohio State. We talked a lot of Colorado now that Prime's hitting, certainly. But uh, George is unavoidable. You know, they yeah. really are. Um, I've even Good been talking bad, about that on my local show a lot, uh, simply because I think LSU's better positioned right now to be, you know, uh, better than they've ever been. But the problem is, I think George is also positioned to be better than yeah. they've ever been. And George is arguably like everybody else in the country, only more so 
given the natural resources they have. Whatever. We got into it yesterday. Screw them. Fuck them. Down with the dogs. Black rib machine sucks. Y'all are soft now. You're going to lose in the playoff this year, and it's going to hurt you. Uh, all right, Aaron. <clears throat> it's that time. It is Thursday. Which means it's time for another official snaps power five coaching ranks, coach rankings. Uh, we've done this for SEC. We did this for Pac 12, I believe. We've done Big 12. Um, and we did, did we do Big 10? Is the ACC the last one? Am I crazy? I, I, I wouldn't know if there was ever, you know, a list put out. I could kind of check it off the, check it off the, there, but okay, you know, we, okay, we haven't had okay. these reminders. <laughs> <laughs> relax, relax, relax. We got big news on the YouTube front coming soon. Oh. All this stuff will be easy to find. Let's do the top ACC coaches I've seen by Team Snaps. As always, we have not compared lists beforehand. We will go down the list. We will horse trade and cajole and discuss and uh, put together our consensus opinion. Um, without a doubt, number one is easy here. It's Dabo Swain, yes. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. 100% Dabo. Dabo is hate him, love him, whatever you think about Dabo. He is one of the best coaches in America. Uh, the resume is incredible. The, 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 he's dominated. He's owned the conference for almost a decade now. I mean, Clemson has been the team that nine out of 10 times, I probably might actually be nine out of 10 times has won the damn conference. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's Dabo One championships has been on an absolute tear. Even their bad years, they're still winning the ACC for goodness sake. So, um, yeah, that clear, clear winner, and I don't think anyone's close. And let's not forget to, I don't think you said this, we are adding Notre Dame into this list as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, yes. Yep. Um, yep. Yes. Uh, Notre Dame is in here, so we have 15 teams that are going to be ranking. Okay, Dabo Sweeney won. Uh, a little interesting on two, Aaron, in that I think the answer is likely Mike Norvell, but – Looking at Mac Brown, I kind of was almost tempted to put Mac Brown number two on the list. Where are you at for number two? Uh, I like Norvell. I'm, I'll, st I'll I'll go with your first gut here. I think Norvell is number two at Florida State. Um, I think I, I just I'm bullish on the future too. You know what he went through, taking over the the, the crap show that Jimbo kind of left there at at, at Florida State. And and kind of has worked through it and is is you know made it to the light at the end of the tunnel. I think they have the best team in the ACC heading into this season. They just need this season to kind of you know put the stamp of final approval that he is the number two coach in this conference, which I think he will. I think with the, with this the, the what he has returning, the way they've been able to recruit, the way they hit the transfer portal this offseason, um, I think he's a perfect guy for them. I, I wouldn't have said that last year, but really really impressed me this season. So I'll keep it too. So so that's why I'm kind of that's why I, there's that hesitation in my voice over Mike Norvell, yeah. right? It's, it's simply because it is a smaller sample size. But then I love what he did at Memphis, right? And, and yeah. so the fact that he did it at another school makes you feel pretty good about him. Uh, from a pure resume standpoint, Mac Brown's resume is better, obviously. He's got national championships. He even won at Tulane. Remember, he was the last one to go to a bowl game at Tulane until they made the until 1998 when they had a crazy Sean King year. Um, he's won at UNC twice. He won big back in the day before Texas. He's won again recently. He just played for the ACC championship last year. Um, and so, like, I can see the argument for Mac Brown, 
But if you were asking me, okay, who are you hiring as a head coach today? I'm hiring Mike Norvell. I think at this yep. point in his career, he has a higher ceiling, whereas Mac Brown kind of is what he is, which is he is yep. going to make a UNC a solid, but ultimately, um, like I think ten well, wins is kind of the ceiling though, on UNC because UNC is not going to be able to to ever be Florida State, regardless of the coach. They're just not, or at least consistently. Like that, that thing that's that's the hard part. I mean, switch the roles and Florida State. Is obviously has more tradition from the football standpoint. They can recruit at a higher clip there, probably better resources. Like it's 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 you know, I still would take but, but Mike is, Zodell, is it, mm. I'm just yeah, saying that like like I think Mac is maxing out what he can do at UNC. Like it, it's not a program that is going to be ever a yeah. a powerhouse for goodness sakes. For Florida State has proven they can be that. They have that tradition. So, okay, so uh, but I feel good about this. So we'll go Dabo, Mike Norvell, Mac Brown. And here's e where it starts. Oh, oh, you're not going Mac Brown three. I don't have Mac at three. I have I Who have, do you have at three. At three. I have Claus at three, Mac at four. Why would Dave Clawson be anywhere higher than seven? Pat Narduzzi seven? and Dave Pat Narduzzi and Dave Doran are better than Dave Clawson. You wake wake what he has done at Wake, the way he's created an offense, because of the fact that you cannot recruit to that school and has been able to win and win consistently. I mean, they went 11 and three two years ago. It's Wake Forest. And, 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 no, and I love Dave Clawson. Dave Clawson's awesome, but I mean, he has done more with less than anyone else in the ACC. He's done more with less than anyone else in the ACC. I mean, I'm looking, he okay, should not be at Wake up. Forest. He should not be at Wake Forest. He loves it. I had their bowl game. He loves it. Um, for family purposes too, that there's kind of a need to stay there, but he needs to, he is he should and, and and should have been a while ago at a bigger school. Who's banging down Dave Clawson's door though? I mean, look, look, don't get me wrong. I know it's Wake Forest, and he has made them more consistently competitive than he should have. And that eleven and three year was awesome. Okay, but yeah. sandwiched between sandwiched on the other side of eleven and three, and I won't even count the COVID year where they were four and five. I'll take that out. In 2019, you're eight and five. 2022, you're eight and five. Uh, 18, seven, six, eight, five, seven, six. Good. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> they are good for Wake Forest, okay? But like, uh, hmm, I, okay, maybe not over Narduzzi, but like Dave Doring should be above Dave Clawson, though, no? He's done better at NCC. I guess he never, but he never got Maybe. a 10 win season during Dennett. Yeah. What about Marcus Freeman? Are you not putting Marcus Freeman anywhere on this list that close? Um, I kind of would put Marcus right after, and then I would put Mac Brown. Marcus at four, Mac at five. Oh, it's hard to judge. I mean, Marcus, Marcus only had one year. I mean, you're compared to a guy that there's only been very few guys that have won a national championship, as Mac is one of them. So it's kind of hard, but like you look at the like the same thing you just said with when you're comparing Mac and and uh, and Norvell. Like I'm betting on on um, Marcus Freeman before I'm betting on Mac, Mac Jones to have success. So okay, okay, are you I'll, looking ahead? Or are we looking in, in 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 the in the back here? I that's why I would go. I would go Marcus Freeman. Um, Shoot, I would. I mean, I might go Marcus Freeman three now that kind of you're you're, you're mentioning this because I do think Marcus Freeman is going to have the most. Like he'll have more success than Dave Claus. So that is a good point, and I'll have more success yeah. than Mac Brown. So I'll go Marcus Freeman three. I said we go Dabo, Mike Freeman, and people may be pissed, but I think most would take Freeman over Mac Brown, Pat Narduzzi, Dave yep. Doring, Dave Clawson. Like if you were to ask people, you're taking yep. Marcus Freeman yes. there. 
I'm taking Marcus over. Yeah. All right. So let's go okay. Marcus three. Okay. Clausen four. Mac five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the slow mesh is freaking awesome, dude. The slow mesh is incredible. It's like Jackie Chan drunken style martial arts in football form. Can so it's I, like can impossible I, to can get I away with that. Chime in here and tie yeah. right this. Yeah. Uh, Mac Brown has to be four. Uh, over Dave Claus. He's got to be, right? Okay. Aaron was Aaron was gaslighting me. Aaron was gaslighting me harder than the Jags are doing Jacksonville. He had me convinced. If we're doing Rob, Mac or Clawson, you have to pick. You have to okay, pick. He's one of Natty. You, the Natty wins. Okay. Uh, okay. I, 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 I loathe that logic a little bit, though. But at the same time, you did just talk about how UNC is also shitty traditionally in football, and Max made them pretty damn good. And they played for an ACC championship last year. Now he yeah. doesn't have the eleven win season that Clawson has, but then that's where the Natty could come in. So it, yeah, I think we got to go Mac Brown four here. It is a okay. little bit of we Professor do. Emeritus. Granted, yeah. like yeah, but yeah. I think it's a fair tiebreaker when you're. But right. it's okay so right to now be we Professor have... Emeritus. Like you, you should yeah. get credit for being Correct. a beast for so long. Yeah. All right. So Dabble one, Norvell yep. two, yep, Freeman three, yep, Mac four. Yep. And Clawson five. So we have I'll go Clawson five. five. I got no problem there. Okay. I got no problem there. Um okay. and then I got I got Pat Narduzzi at Pitt. Yep. yep. Um just because I love the recent success. I mean, eleven and three, nine yep. and four. I don't think anybody else below him has two years back to back that are that good. There's a couple like Tinwood's been they go down like eight and five. So yeah, give me Pat Narduzzi. And really, I mean, going nine and four when you lose your quarterback uh as yep. a top NFL draft pick. Jordan Addison says peace out and goes to USC and that you still put together a good team. You still go nine and four. Give me Narduzzi. Yeah. Give me Narduzzi. And then, and then Doran at, 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 yeah. was it seven now? Yes. Give me him right afterwards. Um, Doran just has to I break like through. Two. He has so many yeah. nine win seasons. He needs a 10 winner and he keeps being but the sexy it? pick to win the ACC. And he can't. What? No, uh, but but people believe in him, and they've been consistently good for a while. I'm not judging him. I know. I, I mean, have... we're saying he's pretty good. He's seventh on this yeah. list. But, like, if he had won just, like, like a lot of the re- – like, the only reason Clawson's as high as he is because he had an 11-3 and three year. Like, Dave Doran's never had the downs that Clawson has had, but he just doesn't have that high year either. And that's what he needs. All right. So, um, we got him at seven. Uh, man, this is when it gets nine interesting. Four, nine and four, eight and four, nine and three, eight and five. Jeez. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Eight. I'm gonna go. Elko over Cristobal. Yep. Bam. I'm right there with you, dude. I got Elko at yeah. eight. Very yeah. good year one at Duke. ACC Hell coach of the year, of the year. Nine and four. One and zero oh in his bowl games. Now, yeah, Mike Elko. I mean, he won fucking coach of the year. He has yeah. to be higher than Mario huh? Cristofrod. Uh, are you okay, putting? So you are you nine? putting Cristofrod next? Then I'm putting Cristofrod next. Ah, uh, as to. much as it pains me, to. yes, yes, you as much to. as it pains me, yes, I put, I put Chris Fraud, uh, yes, I put him at nine, which is still pretty sad that you're Miami and you paid him all that money, and yeah. he's, you know, according to the number one ranking of coaches in the ACC, he's number nine, and people are going to say, oh, but T. Bob, what about Oregon? You know, they had double digit win seasons. Everything you've been harping on, Mario Cristobal did not elevate Oregon. Okay, he proved to do what everybody else has been doing at Oregon. Be pretty damn good, but ultimately don't come through and win the ACC, right? Like, like I, like I, I and he had the eleven to two Rose Bowl year, which is great, but again, he didn't elevate. We've seen that done at Oregon plenty here recently, and he got to Miami, and I nobody failed harder in year one 
than did Mario Cristobal last year. Middle Tennessee. They paid Middle Tennessee $1.9 million to beat their ass at home while averaging 1.9 yards per carry. Inexcusable, Miami. Christopher Fraud, nine. Um, and here's where we start to get into the shit, right? Uh, I got Jeff Brom at 10. I feel good about that, actually. I got Brom at 10. He was good at Purdue. Yeah, he was, and they and they made it to the the the, the championship game last year. I was. And that's way tougher. Him. That's way tougher than oh. than being in the ACC. Yeah, but that that side of the Big Ten was kind of crap. So I mean, it was still though. You're Purdue having no, uh, dude, no. Uh, I, I'll give it to you. I kind of had. I was. A, it was a coin flip between him and Brent Key for that number ten spot because you know it's another place that's very tough to win at is 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 georgia tech and, and what he did as an interim coach i thought was pretty impressive last year so yeah here it goes classic georgia guy trying to pump up georgia tech to make people yeah you know, there's some sort of relevance there. do you not have him no, next do you not uh, have him uh, next? i i i i had dino babers next but i can put key there that's fine Dino's about to get fired dino's gonna get know, fired after this year know, how do you have a guy whose ass is red hot right now and he's about to get let go maybe sometime well, during yeah. the season because he's got better. Syracuse is my team. Syracuse is my team. I do like Dino, but I mean, it's just he—he's uh, run his course at Syracuse, man. He has run his course, and there is all my family members in our little football group thread are just like, you know, get his ass out of here. So um, I don't know if he survives the year. So I'm not going to put him ahead of a guy who who you know won four games as an intern head coach at Georgia Tech last year. So I'm going to put Key at ten. And I'll put Babers right behind him. Yeah. No, no. Braum is 10. Braum is 10. Brinke cannot go ahead of Jeff Braum. Brinke had a good Brinke year. Key at 11. Brinke at 11. I get it. Yes. Dino at 12. Dino yes. at 12. Okay, perfect. Um, Andy yeah. J says, do you think there are any parallels to UGA taking the next step to Georgia Tech giving up on athletics? Yes, Andy. If you've ever seen Full Metal Alchemist, the anime, it's called the Law of Ex Equivalent Exchange, right? And in order for Georgia to take the power that it has, it had to suck it out from somewhere else. And so Georgia Tech will never be successful in an era where Georgia is this dominant because they are literally breathing all the oxygen in the state. There's just mm -hmm. none left over for the Jackets. And, I mean, you're yep. in the city of Atlanta, which is just harder to recruit to than Athens. It's – it's um. I'll, I'll be very interested to see how Brent Key does. Shout out to him, though. Pretty good year one. Uh, 12 Babers. 13, I got uh, Elliott. Tony Elliott, yeah. Yeah, yep. simply because he's kind of got some name recognition. He was really good OC at Clemson for about a decade. Um, or excuse me, he was OC for five years. He was at Clemson for a decade. Former Burroughs Award winner. Year one was shit at Virginia, yeah. three and seven. Um, or excuse me, Virginia Tech. Or no, Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Yeah, three and, and, and seven. And he, he, I thought he handled the situation extremely well with – um, the incident that happened at the end of season two. So that's true. Uh, yeah. So I think that that part of that is like the leadership quality for me kind of puts that's him what, up there ahead of those other okay, guys. Okay. You're saying that's what puts him above the other two. Uh, that's what yes. gets him up to 13. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to be honest. At 14, I had never heard of this guy in my entire life. Uh, in fact, <laughs> it felt like a fake name. I looked at pictures of him. I've never seen him before in my entire life. And it's Brent Pry, Brent Pry, um, Virginia Tech head coach. Uh, kind of like Tony Elliott, he was the DC at Penn State for a long time. 
He gets hired to Virginia Tech, so very similar. One hires an offensive longtime coordinator, one has a longtime defense coordinator. But the results are exactly the same. Tony Elliott goes three and seven. Brent Pry goes three and eight. Year one at Virginia Tech. Um, sure, I don't know. I, I don't know who he is, Aaron. I don't know how to say anything else on him. I, I'll say this: uh, he makes four million dollars a year. Uh, Dave Doran makes three point two five. How about that? Geez. I just I told you this in, the, in our pre-show, um, or just when we were talking before the show started. I can't believe Virginia Tech's been as bad as Virginia Tech's been the past five years. Four years yep. of, of not, you know, four years of not having a winning record in those five years is uh, inexcusable for that brand. Just very, very shocked. So, um, mm, mm. do you think? Do you think that Beamer would leave? South Carolina and take over in the next couple of years. You think you'd want to go go take over, or he's got too good of a thing going at South Carolina? Would you lead to go to Virginia Tech? Well, he's got Worst a good job. thing going at South Carolina, but man, I guess the the issue is how good is it ever actually going to be at South Carolina? I'm not going to lie. I love mm. I love the hype. I really like how they ended last season. Yeah. <clears throat> But the money's going to be I better, mean, though. The money's going to be way better. It just always feel like better. the shoe's going to drop. Uh, way better where? South Carolina? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, then he's staying. You know, I mean, if, you know, you're, you're going to stay whoever pays you the most. I, in this scenario, yeah. I guess I'm saying if Virginia Tech came and said, hey, we'll pay you more than South Carolina's paying, what you doing? Oh, if I'm him, I'm going. 100% I'm going. Uh, to Virginia Tech? Unless – Unless way easier to get to a championship, it, way less pressure, let, but way harder to recruit to. Maybe no, I don't know about that actually. No, I wouldn't say so. You don't have to recruit against Clemson. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say the, the 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 question would be if anything did happen in the next twelve to twenty four months when it comes to the look of the ACC. If somehow they get out of the, the their you know contract, no some some of the big no yeah, way. I don't think there's a way. But if, they, if that, I'm saying that's the only way that I would say if if, if if somehow something happens where the ACC starts to really not look too too good, like it's going to survive, then obviously you stay at a place in South Carolina in one of the two biggest conferences in America going forward. But if they can't get out of it until what twenty thirty four, then I am I'm going I'm going to Virginia Tech. Win way more easier, more consistently, and it just it's in your blood, man. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. 
Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Yeah, you grew up there. Um, Noah McMillan says no chance Baby Beaver comes to Virginia Tech. I don't know. Maybe. Well, what, what's up, bro? I hear you cracking the mic. I just can't see, like, if he's going to leave, why would you leave to be the second best Beamer that ever coached the school? Like, there's no, there's mm-hmm. no chance you're going to outdo your dad there. Like that, that to me is like. But who cares? Like, who I mean, the other the, the, the thing, the thing to me but though is you just went to this. A successful coach is like expectations management, and the the I think one of the most dangerous ways to set yourself up to failure is have yourself compared to your father who was there for four decades yeah i mean i i think um also like he's gone through such an intense rebuild at south carolina you'd have to be a few more years into this thing before the idea of intensely rebuilding virginia tech would be appealing right like you like the vibes are too immaculate south carolina right now now i'm not saying again i'm not a believer necessarily it's going to stay that way right because yeah. if you don't get those last two top 10 wins, which you kind of pulled out of your ass, like it's a complete different tone. Everybody's saying, oh, it's an awful happy, season. Yada, yada. Exactly. It's That's an what awful I'm saying. Season. So it is an awful which, season. If they don't, which is like an awful hypothetical for me to engage in because what the fuck? Like if LSU doesn't beat Alabama's Brian Kelly's here, one of says like, I get it. I, I, yeah. I, I, I get what I'm saying. I, I just mean that <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm still not sold on the idea that he's going to make South it Carolina. It was more realistic like than LSU at home. Game. It was more realistic LSU at home beats Alabama than, than That's also true. South Carolina beating Tennessee and Clemson, two teams that if they won that game, both teams would have been in the playoffs. Very different. Like that was that was a rabbit pulled out of the hat twice. So I wasn't sure. And I don't know why we're talking about this because Brent Pry is going to dominate at Virginia Tech. I've been like a Brent Pry guy for years now. I remember falling and back in his early Penn State days when he came over oh, from James yeah. Franklin. I was like, this dude knows 
fucking defense, okay? You want to pry open the press protection, you get Brent Pry on the job. So this is pointless. We wasted five minutes just now. Um, you know, you want you know, I just comparison I just made internally that I, I want to run by you guys. Yeah, Shane Beamer, PJ Flex, Spider Man meme. Uh yeah, no, I don't no, know. I mean, no. I why? Why not? It's not bad. They're both uh, they're both like good. Maybe they'll struggle to ever get their schools to being like, <clears throat> you know, actual ten win threatening conference championships. With those, they are happy go coaches. lucky guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of they're going to be successful at the, like the, the ninth bet. Like it's like historically the ninth best school in their conference, and then if they can make them the sixth best school in their conference, it's a it's a wild success. Yeah, it is. I view hey, hold on now. I'm PJ sorry, Fleck. I view PJ oh, Fleck as James Franklin pointing at each other. No way, bro. James Franklin's had way more success than PJ Fleck. Chill the fuck I out. I know, but I'm just like, like but, but bro's comparing him in the sense of personality. Yeah, but Brum's but also in similar like success and ex- and program expectations. I think in terms of success, I think South Carolina. I I, I think Shane Beamer would love to have Fleck's resume oh, at Minnesota. Yes. Fleck went. Five and seven year one in Minnesota, then seven and six and eleven and two, and then we take out COVID and we've gone nine and four and nine and four. Like Flex been yeah. damn good at Minnesota. Yes, now now good. Beamer's on that path, but he has to get a bit better. So how do you not compare how do you not compare Fleck to Franklin than what Franklin did at, at Vanderbilt? Uh because Vanderbilt's way harder to win out of Minnesota, right? Or am I crazy? Uh, maybe I am crazy. In my mind, I think Vanderbilt like is definitely way harder to win out of Minnesota. It's harder. Close. It is harder. It is harder. Uh, I just feel like like now now maybe look Clark Lee dude maybe Clark Lee's onto something here okay um, but take the over take the over yeah you you took the over yesterday didn't you yeah I mean look yeah. you know James Franklin's won eleven games four times at Penn State and you know me I'm a bit of a James Franklin hater but but oh, he's yeah. above what PJ so it's actually like Franklin Fleck Beamer right they're on the same continuum i agree yeah. it's just that franklin's slightly higher flex slightly higher than, and, then, and then and then you got Beamer is who's franklin is that. franklin franklin and dabo almost doing this if franklin had a natty no because dabo's just not got multiple he's got multiple natties and he's got so many playoff appearances i know but i feel like um, people hate people hate dabo and people hate franklin like, but people, no, hate, but people franklin. hate but the, the dabo is way more of a poor polarizing figure than James Franklin. I still think a lot of people don't. I like feel like James the Franklin. average person doesn't have a lot of emotion for James Franklin. That's what I would agree with as well. I'm sure Penn State fans do, but like I feel like the average person's like, oh, you know, Frank Franklin. Sure. Uh, there's one guy we haven't talked about yet, and I'm 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 a little surprised, Darren. I didn't know we both naturally ended up with him at number 15, bottom of this list, and it's Jeff Halfley from Boston College. <laughs> He's got the weirdest resume I've ever seen. He was a uh, Pittsburgh DB coach for a year, a Rutgers DB coach for one year, a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers DB coach for one year. He was the Browns DB coach two, Niners DB coach three, and then he becomes the Boston College head coach. And uh, <laughs> since that time, he I'm like he's just like what what I know uh, he's gone six and five, six and six, which is not an awful start, but then three and nine. It just like there's nothing to look back on in the resume that makes you feel great. Like he can figure it out. The time at nope. Boston College hasn't done anything exciting. And actually, uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like Boston College should like is a better job than a lot of the jobs on this list of teams that we have ranked yes. higher. Yes, yes, it is, it is. 
Um, because you, you always make the excuse of like that you won early, but those weren't your guys. Now we're getting to the point where like these are your guys oh, and you're getting and worse. You got worse. Like that's <laughs> and you got worse. That's that's not good. That's not good. So a little bit worrisome. Uh, but I agree with you. Like you would think BC would be an easier place to recruit to than you know Syracuse or Virginia, um, Georgia Tech or Louisville, and not going going in the opposite direction. At least the other guys we can say okay, it's only been a year. It's only been two years, but year yeah. three, and you take a, a you you cut your win total in half. Um, that's when you start to worry a little bit. Year three is when you're supposed to be making it, and instead he went the complete opposite direction. Bilbo says yep. no one wants to play football in Boston. I don't know, bro. When we were in high school mm-hmm. back in 07, when I was in high school, Boston College was hidden, and I yeah. went to a game in that stadium. It was loud. Had the it was ice, crazy. baby. It was packed Had out. The ice. It, was, it was it was very fun. Um. Yeah. Tom something was the coach then? I don't know. I was in the Boston College locker room. I remember we, we were taking a tour of Boston College, and it's like, you know, it's got all those, like, upper-class, uh, northeast college vibes, right? Like bricks, leaves falling, mm-hmm. little snow, uh, regal libraries, and smell of leather, mahogany. And so we're actually in the library. We're taking the tour. And my dad stops the tour to ask what the male-to-female undergrad ratio is at the school. And I was like, okay, wow. Just looking to take care of his son. Just exposed, just completely exposed uh, that we are from uh, Louisiana here. Couldn't keep it, couldn't keep it together. Couldn't ask about maybe some of the academic opportunity. Couldn't ask about how old the library is. Jump straight to uh, male. What was the ratio? Um, I want to say it was actually friendly. Uh, I know Georgia. Yeah, but Tech Boston is, in general, but, but I mean, he should have been like Boston in general is like the what is it more universities than anywhere else in the country? In that, yeah, they have like fifteen. They have like fifteen yeah. colleges in the city uh, alone. Yeah. So yeah, you'd yeah. almost have to do a citywide, uh, yes. a citywide. That was the same weekend. I also visited one of my friends who was playing football at Harvard and got to smoke weed with a bunch of Harvard football players and go to the Fox Club. I, I was like mm. in social network. I went to those underground uh, Harvard social clubs, and it was uh, you, very. You weird feel feeling. like you would fit right in. You you would do well in a, in a, in a Harvard scene. Um, I if I was you good at school. It. Yeah, if I could, you if could I was good it. at school, could I could it. fake. I have a big enough uh, vocabulary to fake the intelligence required to go to Harvard. Yeah. This is, yes. this is true. true. Very Kendall. Um. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Exactly, dude. You know, no. look, Operation Lifeboat. Okay, we're looking for multinational, <laughs> diverse, cutting edge, disruptive technologies that are going to help us gain market share in these different spaces. Okay, I really want to attack things from all quadrants. I don't want anything left behind. You know, just throw out a few big words. It's important disruptive. to be synergistic as we move into a more yes. global economy. Yes, exactly. Right. Globalization is key. Synergy, right there. The key to said key of globalization. Yeah. See, I'm already at Harvard, boys. That's how it's done. Yeah. Um, Andy says T Bob looks like a Dartmouth guy. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. I, I don't even know where Dartmouth is. I don't know geography. I don't know. Like, it's I can't even there. tell. I don't know to be mad or happy. Yeah. I guess I did. I took one visit to BC, and it was it is in December. Oh, you went it to was BC the biggest too? snowstorm. The biggest snowstorm they ever had. Snow was up to my head. I'm a Florida boy. I got food poisoning, so during the entire trip, I'm like throwing up every two seconds. Nice. So I'm just like, it's not meant for me. This is like a sign. It's <laughs> snowing, 
and I'm throwing up like, sorry, coach, but like, I, I may love you. I love Matt Ryan, but I'm, I'm, God is telling me not to come to BC. Did so. you, um, did you, did you eat any clam chowder when you're up there? Uh, if I did, I did not fully digest it. I oh yeah. I guess out of the stomach bug. Actually, that would probably yeah. be top five worst items of food to eat yeah. when you're actively no, going through stomach. Hey, does anybody guys, I can't stop throwing up. Oh my God, please. Does anyone have some heavy, hot cream and some shellfish, please? Oh, give me some clam chowder, please go to the store. I need some Sprite. Some saltines <laughs> and a couple of cans of clam chowder. <laughs> Aaron's next story is gonna be like, "Oh my god!" So we gave Maddox some clam chowder. <laughs> oh, um, uh, okay. So, dude, Dartmouth is in New Hampshire. Oh my god, I'd be into that. I know nothing about New Hampshire, but in my head, New Hampshire year round is like brown and yellow and gold, and there's just like space and there's there's cobblestone walls that have the dividing line between neighbors and there's like rolling fields and there's woods and bird song and and you know crisp little ice cold creeks that you can drink straight out of uh i, I feel like new hampshire would be incredible to live in um i mean abram have you have you done have you done any new hampshire since Five you've been of the year. In new york i have been to new hampshire uh it is it new hampshire is lovely yeah, um, New Hampshire yeah. and Vermont are both very, very nice, go. especially in the summer. Damn, for three months out of the year, then it's just cold. Correct. Whenever it's not the winter, when when it is, you know, yeah, basically Canada. Yeah, I mean, but even then, you don't want. I mean, you wouldn't want to at least for a couple of years of your time on this earth live in like a true winter environment. Like, I would hate shoveling snow and shit. Maybe I get sick of it, but I would love. You're just too Tampa for that. I feel that. Yeah, I am but I would just. I would love to feel what it feels like to wake up on Christmas and you just see white and you got that then, quiet. Then go take a family snow. trip up north for Christmas. Doesn't mean you have to go no. live there for two years. I yeah. loathe traveling during Christmas. On Christmas Day, I want to be in my house with my nuclear family. I don't want to fucking change out of my pajamas. I want to eat an edible in the morning. I want to drink coffee all day. I want to open, watch my kids open presents. I want to play with whatever I bought myself as a present. Like, I don't want to be going anywhere. A, a out-of-town Christmas is anathema to me. Mm. Absolutely love it. Big words. Big words, T-Bob. Dartmouth. Dartmouth guy. Dartmouth guy. Yeah. I should get a Dartmouth sweater and just start lying and telling people I went to Dartmouth. I don't think anybody around here is going to believe me, though. Um, and it's going to be a bit of all... a tough sell for where, what you do for a living. That's Speaking true. Dartmouth, true. I think my, my wife has a Dartmouth sweater. She was wearing it the first time I met her. She never went to Dartmouth, so I'm guessing it's probably like an ex-boyfriend, but she kept the sweater for a couple of years, and I finally made her get rid of it. Oh, you made her get rid of it? Georgia gear. I did. Uh, is her comfiest sweatshirt she's ever had she said why why'd you make her get rid of it because she didn't go to fucking dartmouth she went to georgia don't wear that shit so who gives a shit it's a Dart dartmouth isn't threatening georgia in any way like that doesn't matter it's uh, false wait, advertising but, i don't so know walking around wearing me, like a harvard <laughs> sweatshirt so you gave me permission to wear the Seth Rogen Star of David sweater from night before, but you're not allowing your wife to wear a Dartmouth sweater? When did I ever give you permission to wear? Oh, I thought because I thought when we talked about it, I said that I wore it one time and then I realized like, ooh, this is not yeah, only Yeah, but your mom is like, married to a Jewish guy now, so it's okay. Yes. 
Oh, so that's yeah. okay. That's what I'm saying. You gave me permission yes. to exactly. Like, count, even, you even have, have a no reason, though. In me. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah you but, have a reason. Again, I no never reason. got hit on. I never got hit on more in my life than with. Well, this uh, is really inappropriate. With, but I'm afraid um, myself. Uh, what dart that mouth do? Is that what you said when you saw the uh, sweatshirt? All right, we're going to the weekend. <laughs> uh, okay, Bye. real quick. Are is it really because you think it's another man's sweater? I do, but she's never admitted it. But it has to. Okay, be. it has to be. Who else? Why? It has to be somebody smarter than you too. Yeah. What Probably are you gonna do? A lot smarter. Lots uh, more. but you know what he doesn't own? Multiple SEC records, multiple businesses, and an awesome daily fun college football podcast. Damn How about right. that? Damn right. He's probably a uh, listener. Mm. Yeah, he probably is. Hey, hey, Dartmouth guy. Hey, get in touch with me. I'd love to make fun of Aaron with you, actually. So just like get in touch with me and let me know <laughs> uh, what we can do. Um, uh, look, uh, if T Bob wasn't doing the podcast, he would for sure be a barista. That's offensive. Um, actually, no, it's not. Whatever. <laughs> Baristas are awesome. I love them. They're like my little local drug dealer that hooks me up every morning. We love you. Uh, we hope you have a great weekend. Hey, next week we'll be live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We will be dropping episodes. Unfortunately, uh, we will not be doing them live, right? Okay, so we're going to miss you in the chat post Monday, but we got a full week of episodes coming out. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, we got really big YouTube news right around the corner, y'all. So please, uh, you know, if you're with us, um, we're going to call on you to help us grow this thing once we launch it. And uh, we just, you know, thank y'all for hanging out with us every day. And a thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Adam Gracia, Danny Carnes. Thank you to you. Aaron Murray, thank you to The Volume for having us here. YouTube.com slash volume. Hit the like button, sub to the channel. We love you, and we will see you next week for some more snaps. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.